This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Is somebody excited in the house this morning? Hallelujah. David said, I was glad when it sent out to me. Let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to appreciate those that are connected online. The grace upon this heart will rest upon you as well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, ancient of days. Lord, we give you all the praise. Let's open our Bible to Genesis chapter 1. I want to run because I really don't have much time. Genesis chapter 1. And I read from verse 26 to 28. Hallelujah. Is somebody excited this morning? Then, the, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creep, creeps on the earth. 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds of the air. And over every living thing that moves on the earth. Praise the Lord. Permit me to speak on what I've titled this morning. You are made for more. You are made for more. You are made for more. Child of God, listen. No man is born empty. No one is born empty. No one. No man that is born of a woman is born empty. Hallelujah. For every man carries greatness, potential inside of him. Hallelujah. Are you listening? For every man carries great potential inside of him. God did not create a man and left him empty. There is something he deposited in a man that is unique. Praise the Lord. If we go by where we read this morning, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 22. Then God said, let us make man in our image. This was a vision God had. This was his desire. This was what he has conceived in his heart. He said, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. That was a vision God had in mind. Let us make a man. That was what he desired to make it happen. Hallelujah. And we read further. So God created man in his own image. And it came to pass what he has spoken of in verse 26. Is somebody listening this morning? And he said, God created man 
He made it happen in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Praise the Lord. And he went further. After the creation of man, the Bible says in 28, he said, then God blessed them. God blessed them. Whatever it takes to complete a man, God has put inside of man. When I speak of man, it's not only a man. I mean male and female. God blessed them. He handled what he has created. Praise the Lord. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Meaning that God has empowered you and I to be fruitful and to multiply. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting something this morning? God have empowered you. That is why I said from the very beginning, no man is born empty. He has created you and put inside of you that great potential. It is time to maximize it. Hallelujah. Because he knows that man will procreate. He knows that man can, do, that can, can, can multiply. That's why he empowered you. He said, I empower you this day to be fruitful and to be what? And to multiply, to subdue the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. To be fruitful and to multiply. You are being empowered to do greatness. You are being empowered to subdue the earth. You are being empowered to deliver. You are being empowered to succeed. Is somebody hearing me this morning? You are being empowered to be lifted. You are being empowered to do much more. In the name of Jesus, you are made for more. He has put that spirit inside of you, knowing fully well that you will replicate. Hallelujah. He has put that inside of you, knowing fully well that you will deliver. Hallelujah. So, beloved, God has empowered you, has put so much inside of you. To whom much is given, much is expected of. Hallelujah. So he knows what he has put in a man, and he desires to see man to begin to produce. Hallelujah. Amen. God is always in order. Hallelujah. Amen. Now that he has empowered you and I, there is a standard we are all made for. And that standard cannot be compromised. That standard is God's standard. And what is God's standard? To be fruitful. And to multiply, you should not do less than that. It is not only in a woman conceiving and giving birth to children. In your business, in your academics, in your home, in your marriage, in every aspect of life, you are to do what? Fruitful and multiply. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But today, many are living below this standard. Many are living below the standard. Listen, you are made for more. You are made for more. Is somebody hearing me this morning? You are made for more. Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, Arise and shine. You don't sit at ease in Zion. You don't sit to shine. He said, Arise and shine. For the light is come, and the glory of God is risen upon you. That is the scripture. For you to manifest what God has put inside of you, you need to arise. No man sits in one place 
and begin to find what God has be, you know, bestowed inside of him. No man sits in one place. God has put something great inside of you. So it's time to arise. It's time to fan it to flame. It's time to arise. You cannot sit one place trusting God and believing him when he has put something inside of you. I want to speak to students this morning. I'm going to face every aspect today by the help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Children or students, many of you are teenagers, are in the house this morning. You don't know what God has done for you. I pray for every one of you that your memory is blessed. Amen. The grace of God will sharpen your memory. Amen. And the spirit of excellence will rest upon you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Parents go through a lot to do some certain things in your life. To cater and pay for school fees. Do you know what it means? School fees don't be more more today. It's much. It's too much. You see parents, they toy. They do all sorts just to make you to be in, that, in, in, in school. And yet, you won't deliver. Somebody say, I'm, I'm, I'm more than this. God has made, made you for more. Parents go through a lot. They toy day and night just to ensure that your school fees has been paid. The children that hugs on the street, hello, you are not better off than them. You are just being privileged to pass through that path. We are just a channel God used to bring you forth on the earth. And not that those children don't have parents, but just that fate happens to them that way. But I tell you, it's no excuse. I remember one man, sometime when we were in, um, I think, um, Cora Hall. His name is Emeka Banari. And he, he came and told us his story. And he began to say, you know, tell us that he sold on the street of Lagos. The man limps. Hello. The man limps. He said it was one of the, a, a day that a car hit him and he, you know, had sustained an injury. But it did not stop him from going to school. It did not stop him from becoming who he is today. He's a multi-millionaire. So we have no reason to give excuse, children. We have no reason to give excuse to our parents. So much is expected of you. So much has been put inside of you. So much has been delivered inside of you. Hallelujah. Amen. You should carry the spirit that I'm made for more. And if you have a spirit that you are made for more, you will not disappoint your parents. You will not disappoint your parents. Because so much has been put to Sometimes we just have to leave our needs just to make sure your needs have been met. Sometimes we just have to, some even go to borrow just to make sure your needs have been met. And yet when you come back, you come and bring, hey, mommy, I tried now. I have passed. Which can I try? Is that what I paid for? Do you know that's one of a way to say thank you to your mom and dad? By doing so well. Eh? By doing so well, that's one of the ways to say thank you to your parents. They will do everything, buy you your provision, stock everywhere, if you don't have it. I remember in the days when I was in school. My dear, it was tough, but I, got, I have to go through it. One, I made a covenant to God that I would not yield myself to any man. Because these days, students do it. 
they yield themselves to it. Then in those days in school, you will see students, men will come from Thursday is their weekend. Yes, Thursday is their weekend. They will leave school without their parents being informed. And they're going to do all sorts. By the time they come back, they are being messed up. Today, I believe if some of them are alive, they'll be regretting it. Ever treading that path. Praise the Lord. Then when I was in school, my parents, I know how much they give to me. And I look at it. I say, Father, the Bible said that Jesus lifted it, lifted up, lifted it up and did what? And gave thanks. And when he did give thanks, multiplication rested upon it. Hallelujah. So then my parents give me some certain amount of money, and I look at it. I lifted it up, and I say, Father, I thank you. Do you know what I do? I got into some doing some business. I love business. Yeah. I love business. So I bought some T-shirts, and I printed on it, Jesus is Lord. I am a winner. Very colorful. And I took those T-shirts to school. I sold them. I remember in those, I sold them for 350. I made gain of 50 naira. So that the gain on it, I'll be able to buy my handout. Those days, there was nothing like online uh, banking. Nothing like online banking. Because you, you, you will have to devise a means of getting your money. Hallelujah. I sold t-shirts, and I don't sell on credit. That's my principle. So I can get my money. I don't want tomorrow I will bring, uh -uh. give me the money. I will give you the clothes. So after doing that, it was one of the ways to keep myself in school so that I will not run after any person. I will not beg for any person. And at the end of the day, I came out with a good flying colors. Came out with good results. A second class upper in economics. So I looked at that time, and I thank God. And you know what? When I get back home, my mom has a shop. I'll be selling pure water. I said, Mommy, this is my own business. I said, but you use my freezer now. You use my fridge now. Why won't you pay for Nepa bill? I said, Mommy, calm down now. She is wee wee. You know why I do this thing now? She will keep quiet. She will leave it. But children of these days, we have, they have, you know, we have a lot of business in online. Everything is on our phone. But none of them will subscribe to it. I'm not talking about networking. There are other business you can do. You can even advertise whatever you are doing. You understand, online. But a lot of them are into Osho Free. They snap. Go to one house and snap and put it there. Why are you fake living a fake life? Is that what you are called for? You are made for more. If you understand what you carry inside of you, you will not give in to all those fake life. You will not give in to all those fake life. I'm still talking to students. You will not give in to fake life. You know yourself. You know yourself. You will not give in to fake life. Every day you're on social media. You are not posting any business. You are not doing anything. If online were to be in those days, sir, I will be doing one of it so that I can help myself. I knew what my parents are going through. I knew what they went through, I mean. You understand? To raise me, then I will not be a mess up. No. I made my parents proud. I was telling that story to women last week when I, my mom had a friend of hers that came to visit her. And she was so happy and excited and told my mom, oh, my daughter just gained admission into a uh, uh, university. I gave her 30,000. 
And my mom was looking at her. Say, really? He said, yes. Ah, I'm so happy. And it's medical science. She's, she gave her medical, as a medical uh, uh, student. Praise God. My mom now looked at her. He said, really? I have two of my children in the university. I give them, I give them 50, 50,000. 50, 50,000. It's not a laughing matter. Borrow wisdom. 50, 50,000. The woman said, really? He said, yes. <sighs> and my own is just one, 30,000. He said, 50, 50. And after three weeks, I'll give them more. Maybe I'll raise it to 70, 70,000. Immediately, the woman finished her conversation with my mother. And she left. Eh? My mother did like this. <laughs> you know why? Say they look for a person where one can't give up attention. Make him deep, he may rise. Eh? She quickly went, I give them 50, 50,000. So they let her give her assignment. Let her go and be thinking, racking her brain, thinking of where to get extra 50,000 to give to her children. That is why I don't mingle around women that will tell me, uh, 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 my husband give me one million. I say, um, pocket money, or what do you call it? Upkeep, God bless you. You understand? Then you will not keep meeting. I don't want to think about, mm -mm. I want to think of how I will break forth. How I will break forth. How I will break forth on left and right. Hallelujah. Amen. So students, you need to make your parents happy. You need to make them proud. You are the future of tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That don't have an understanding of what God has deposited in him, you will mingle among jokers. You will mingle among jokers. Give me someone. Someone. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't have an understanding of what God has put inside of you, that you are made for more, you will dwell among jokers. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor seated in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Does this look like a man that is joking? Hello? Does it look like a man that is joking? I want that one again. Say, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Does it look like a joker? So if he is a joker, that means he will be found in this group. Praise God. Hallelujah. And two says, but his delight in, in his what is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. Three. And he shall be like a tree. That is who the person that chooses to recognize God. Choose to be serious with his life or her life. He shall be what? Be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water. Will that person flourish? Will the person flourish? That bringeth forth its fruit in a season, its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The person have no option than to prosper. You have no option than to prosper. Whatever you are doing, no matter how little it is, please try and improve on it. Our father in the house will always tell us that it is not wrong to start little, but it is wrong to do well or to remain in that little. So that means there should be an improvement of whatever your hands find so doing because you are made for more. 
you are made for more. Hallelujah. Amen. I wish you understand what I'm saying this morning. Hallelujah. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verse 31 to 40. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Women, are women in the house this morning? The young ladies, are they in the house this morning too? Okay, let me face the young ladies. Praise the Lord. Listen to me. No man wants to marry a liability. We have left the era of, let me just sit back. Any man that is rich, that is looking handsome, tall, painting it like uh, Uncle Goliath, fair or dark, that is what you want. Broad chest, with six packs, that is the person I would love to marry. No man they marry anyone when they walk. You must be found doing something. Praise the Lord. And for the great women in the house, listen. And for those that are listening online, we have left the class of Oriako. Yes, we have left the class of Oriako. It's no longer raining. Eh? You're You just come and be chopping. Your own is to eat. You have no input, no contribution, nothing. Eh? You just sit and you'll be chopping. And they'll be calling you Oriaku. You'll be doing like this. Buga. Eh? You'll be doing Buga. Hallelujah. We have left that class. Women. Do I have women in the house? We have left that class. It's not favorable. If he's doing something, you should be doing something too. So that when you come together, I mean, demand and supply, when they come together, what happens? It's at the point of equilibrium. Hello. Praise the Lord. So I don't expect any woman to be sitting down, doing nothing. You must do something for yourself. No matter how little. The Bible says we are helpmates. Help me doesn't mean that you be help, helping him to carry whatever it is. I mean, help, really help. You is an addition. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we need to be in the place of Odoziako. Eh? And Opataako. Eh? <laughs> I'm touching some people now. Eh? Opataako and Odoziako. Someone that will keep wealth. Eh? You to bring your own, your, uh, make wealth and bring your own contribution. We have, that's why I said we have left the era of Obiageri uh, Oriako. We are not in that class anymore. God is helping someone this morning. Know ye that you are made for more. You are made for more. For the men in the house, you are made for more. No matter what it is, I pray for you that your crown will not be taken away. Amen. You will not be stripped of your honor Amen. in the name of Jesus. That which you are doing, heaven will breathe upon it and it will bring forth increase, plenty, and abundance in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are made for more. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 17 as I read. Just follow me. The Bible says that, and when the word were heard, which David spake, they they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistines. He was getting ready to go fight with the Philistines. 
the man called Goliath. And David and Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against these Philistines to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Praise the Lord. You see, where Saul does not understand David, if only you understand that David was made for more, he would not have spoken to him in that manner because he didn't know what he carried inside of him. Hallelujah. And David said unto Saul, Thou servant kept his father's sheep. This is where he began to unfold his resume to Saul, to let him know what stuff he's been made up of. Praise God. And there came a lion and a bear, and I took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slay him. The servants knew both the lion and the bear, and his uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defiled the armies of the living God. Praise the Lord. Can I have the next verse? David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the power of the lion and out of the power of the, of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistines. And so said unto David, Go. And the Lord be with thee. After he must have told him what he has done. And he has no choice but to tell him, go. And the Lord will be with you. Can I have the next one? And Saul armed David. This is where I'm going to. With his armor. And he put an helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David guided his sword upon his armor. And he assayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with this, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. Because he has never used that to fight the lion. The lion that confronted him, the bear that confronted him, he tore them with his bare hand by the grace of, of, of God Almighty upon him. How much more the Philistines? And Saul thought that the only way that he can do, uh, you know, to send David forth is to kit him up with those hel helmets and the sword and the coat of mail that he wore on him. And the man, the young, young man, made a move to move, you know, to, to make a move. And he found out that he could not even walk with it. He said, this I have not tested before. I can't walk with this. It's, no, it's heavy. There's some things in our life that you know that, I mean, you just can't, you can't, you can't be found in this. And all of a sudden, because your spirit does not connect to that, you have no choice but to withdraw. David withdrew and removed all those things that was being put on him and said, if God have given him the grace to tear the lion, to, to, kill, to, to kill the bear, how much more this Philistines? Can I have the next verse? He said, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him, him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in the scrip, and his sailing was in his hand, and, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. He knew that he was made for more. 
That is why he could not succumb to that which Saul put on him. He knew he was made for more. That is why he could not accept those, you know, equipment, wearing all the whole gadgets, thinking that that is the way he was going to fight the Philistines and get victory. But you know, when God is with you, no man can contend with you. When God is with you, no man can fight you. When God is with you, no man, no man, no man can pull you down. And God proved himself through David. He carried his shepherd, his, 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 uh, his um, rod, his staff, and took the five smooth stones and went along. That is what he, he knew that God had brewed upon those stones and upon what he has. And he, he knew he would get victory from this. Hallelujah. So we must know and be able to confirm that, that we are made for more than this. We are made for more. We are made for more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God always knows, he knows what he has put inside of us. So we cannot afford to disappoint him. Talk of the church building. I don't know how many of you take joy in where we are dwelling. For how long are we going to continue to call it a shepherd to come and brief us? When you put this thing to heart, that indeed, that you are, you, you, you are being made for more, you would not, you know, begin to consult people over this. You and I are meant to contribute and put this place in order. It is not the outsider. That is why God is saying to you and I, you are made for more. You are made for more. What is that business that you are doing? You can upgrade yourself. If you are a caterer, upgrade yourself. If you are a stylist, hairstylist, upgrade yourself. If you are a student, keep upgrading, improving. Don't get tired. Because God is set to do something in your life. Hallelujah. God is set to do something in your life. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. If only Samson knows that he's made for more, he wouldn't have submitted himself to Delilah. If only he knew that he was made for more, he would not have submitted himself to Lady Delilah. Delilah dealt with him. And that is what happened. When you don't know that you are made for more, you will be ridiculed. You will be made mockery of. You understand? People will take you for granted. They will use you and dump you. They will take advantage of you. When a man refuses to understand what God has put inside of him, abuse is inevitable. They will begin to tell you trash. It's because you don't know your place. If you understand what God has put inside of you, you will fight for it. Hallelujah. Amen. The kingdom of God sovereign violence and the violence take it by force. Hallelujah. You begin to move. You begin to advance. Hallelujah. Amen. If only Martha knows that she has, she, she is made for more, she would not have suffered and said, been distracted and been cumbersome of, of seven. You remember that story where he told Jesus that, that, that Jesus, why don't you allow the sister, I mean her sister, to come help her in the kitchen? I'm trying to paraphrase it. If you look at Luke chapter 10 from verse 40 to 41. And Jesus said, matter, matter, you too, they worry. Eh? For Mary have done what? Chosen the right path. 
things that is needful. If only she have an understanding that she was made for more, she would not bring herself by saying, Lord, can't you allow my sister to come and help me? The same thing about Saul. If only Saul have an understanding that he is made for more, he would not have sold his birthright for a plate of porridge. Many are like that because of what you can get now, now, now. Then you are ready to give it up. I know of a lady that sold her jewelries just because she wants to get money to feed herself. I'm not saying that she shouldn't sell it to, if that is the only way she can survive it. But there are some other things you can do. I have a friend that built a house through the means of selling fish. Then because she sold some, I mean, so she's into selling of fish and built houses, then Elizabeth will now jump into it. Let me go and sell fish. Eh? Let me go and sell fish so I can build houses like my friend. It does not work that way. Discover your own. Discover what God has put inside of you. But God is saying to you and I this morning, you are, you are made for more. Discover it. If you are able to discover it, no man will take you for granted. If you are able to discover it, no man will ridicule you. If you are able to discover it, you, no man will, will take advantage of you. Praise the Lord. No man. Saul did his own. He didn't have, he lacked understanding. If someone had told him that don't sell your birthright, he wouldn't have done it. But because he was hungry, he gave up his birthright. Are you ready to give up what God has put inside of you? I asked. Then find it to flame. If you're going to be successful, discover it and find it to flame. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If only Cain, uh, what's his name? Yes, Cain know that he is made for more. He would not have killed his brother Abel. It was out of jealousy, anger, unforgiven spirit. Just name it. That stopped him. Because what would have stopped him from saying, okay, God, I'm going to do better next time I'm coming. But he took, out of anger and jealousy, he smote his brother. Because he failed to have an understanding that he was made for more. You are made for more. Hello. You are made for more. Tell somebody you are made for more. You are made for more. Judas Iscariot is the same thing. If Judas have an understanding that he's made for more, he would not have sold his master Jesus. He would not. But he lacked understanding. This morning, God is saying to you and I, you are made for more. You are privileged to hear this word so that you can look at it, you know, meditate on it, and let God begin to give you direction. Praise the Lord. What do we have to do to do, to, to do away with, you know, enable to have, to be made for more? There are some things we need to do away with in order to know that you and I are made for more. One of them is fear. If you can counter fear, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound mind sound mind 
sound mind. That is what God has given to you and I. Praise the Lord. We need to deal with fear. Fear of the unknown. Mama, if I go this way, you sure say this thing will work. Why don't you ask God? The Bible talks about Joe and um, what's his name? David. He said he went always going to make inquiry before his heavenly father. And God will always hear, give him direction. There is no person that come before God and go back the same way. You don't come before him and he will not tell you the way to go about it. Praise the Lord. You must be able to counter fear that you, you, you are afraid of if I go into it, you will fail. It is part of it, even if you fail. It's the ability when you fail, the ability to get up and rise and be successful. That is the most important thing. Not that you fail. The only, the only time I can say that somebody has failed is when you refuse to get up. When you refuse to get up, that means you are a, you are a failure. But no, none of you will be a failure in Jesus' name. Amen. I have said number two. The number two is failure. Failure. You need to do away with it. You need to have an understanding that failure is not part of you. God has not put in failure in you. You have no reason to fail him. Hallelujah. Amen. The third one is excuses. This is dangerous. Oh, will you get to fellowship today? No, rain for today. Like many of them didn't show up today because of rain. I can't come. I can't make it. It's between you and your maker. Honestly speaking, I always tell my children, I said, Thank God for every one of you. But you see, this race, I must run it on my own. Run this race on your own. The day it will happen, Pastor Jonathan will not stand with me. Neither will I stand with him. Hallelujah. God will call me someday. And I will stand to give account of how I spent my life. Same with you. There is no husband or wife over there. The Bible describes us as what? As the bride. That Christ is the groom. Hello. Uh -huh. So we must do away with excuses. The scripture says, man, thou art inexcusable. Stop giving excuses. Everything, you must have one reason or the other. You will give one excuse why, why you did not do this subject very well or why you did not do this project very well. One excuses that does not even justify the means at all. You need to do away with excuses. When you have an understanding, you are made for more. You will not be an excuse giver. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the mindset. When we need to deal with mindset. I cannot do mindset. I cannot do mindset. Every little thing you say, I can't do it. Too. I can't do it. Too. I, I, I can't do it. Fetch what? I can't fetch it. My hand is paining me. Oh, do the, I can't do this. Everything you, I cannot do. I cannot do. Why, which one will you know how to do? Eh? Ask yourself, which one will you know how to do? Every time I cannot do. When the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. So when you begin to brood in that place in where God has said that you are made for more, then you begin to do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Hello? You need to do away with that I cannot do mentality. Bad association. I always hear my children talk about influenza. I say, what is influenza, eh, John? Influenza, influenza. You see them on the social media, influenza. Is it the one that, sir, I came across, um, there was one video, I think, I think, daddy was sharing with me yesterday. He said it was from you. 
about six or seven of them, and they are asking them questions. They didn't pass, not one. Eh? Big brother. They, did, they could not answer one. It's a shame. I was so disappointed. There was a way he put it. He said they are cutting wool brain. Eh? You are just, I say, I just look at them. I say, beauty without brain is rubbish. Eh? All they know is to carry long nails. I'm not saying long nails is not good, though. But when it becomes, it takes the place of God. Wahala day. Or it becomes a priority. Thank you. You understand? They could not answer one. Who is the first uh, president in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Nigeria? They can't answer. Eh? They can't answer one. Hey! My God! Parents are seeing a lot, oh. Eh? Parents will have sponsored those grown-up um, young ladies to go to school. They can't, those are the kind of people that will go and pay lecturers. Pass me, pass me, pass me. But you could not defend the course, the discipline that you went to, 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 you know, to study in, in school. They can't defend their, their, what they read in school. They cannot. They will ask questions. They can't answer. Current affairs, they could not answer one. It's a shame. And governments are spending millions of money on this thing that never edify anyone. Eh? When we can give our children, they go and look at the children on the street, we can give them a good education. Pay for them. Sponsor them. Have free education. But now it's no more. It's a shame. It's a shame, a big shame. Praise God. Ignorance. What you don't know is bigger than what you know. What you don't know is bigger than what you know. So you must be able to do it. Do research. Study the word of God. Do research on the things you want to, to prosper, you know, to do, to accomplish in life. Do research. There's room for improvement. Upgrade yourself. Upgrade. Upgrade. Don't remain where you are. It's wrong. Start little. Whatever you are doing, just gradually start it. But don't be found there. Praise the Lord. God will help us. Another one of the things, again, the last one is to do away with our past, life, past lifestyle. Our old style. Our past life. How we once live. Yes. Whatever it is. You need to put it behind and let God rule. Put away the past. Yesterday is gone. Today is here. You are made for more. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up those hands and begin to thank God for what you have heard today. That God will grant you an understanding. I pray that this word you have heard today to take root downward and bear fruit upward in the name of Jesus. I pray that the grace of made for more will rest upon you all in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, 
Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.